As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You light up my life. So I thought you, you were going to go with that, You give me hope. I do. To carry on. You're welcome. You're <laughs> <laughs> That's very hard to do while somebody is like chiming in after each sentence. Well. I'm not singing to you, douchebag. <laughs> it sounded like it. You were looking at me. You took your sunglasses off. I took my sunglasses off five minutes ago, <laughs> cheese dick. Jeez. <laughs> The Defining Audacity radio show and podcast is on now. He's going in there and he is wiping your waffle cone on his butt. That's weird. Now you got angry blonde chick on your hands. Shauna and Drew are about to go wheels off while inspiring you to live a bold, adventurous, and intentional life. Here they are, in all their glory, Drew Myers and Shauna Glenn. I bet someone is about to say, let's ride. Howdy, howdy, let's ride. This is the Defining Audacity radio show and podcast. I'm Drew. I'm Shauna. Oh gosh, mouthful of hummus. <laughs> Shauna just bought my lunch. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a random lunch. Tell people where we went. We went to Roy Pope Grocery Store. In Fort Worth, Texas. I've never been in this grocery it's store. It's your little neighborhood mom and pop store. It's been in, been around like 75 years. Super cute. Mm-hmm. I got meatloaf. They do. They have daily specials. Jeff comes over here all the time and gets the daily lunch special. So when we went in, I was thinking sandwich on some gluten-free bread. And they just get the ingredients from the grocery store, mm-hmm. right? But they didn't have any gluten-free bread. So I went with meatloaf, which I'm sure has gluten in it, whatever. What comes with the meatloaf? What's um, there's on your... carrots and I think there is spinach. So... We need to record this show really, really fast so you don't hear me fart. Oh. What makes you toot? Um, the spinach. Oh, it does? Oh, yeah. Like a pack mule. I've never heard of a pack mule farting. Oh, you haven't? No, I heard of pack mule packing things because it's a pack mule. Yeah, but they fart a lot. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have no idea. Especially a Somerville. They need to change their diet. Especially a Somerville County pack mule. <laughs> Can you open it with one hand? I don't know. Look at that. That looks really good. Oh, my gosh. And it smells vinegary um how are you today i'm doing well how about you i'm doing fantastic thank oh, you for asking good, good, good. yeah we've got a great show we do today. yes it's gonna be awesome tell me all about it well let me just tease one of the segments okay okay more often than not now people that listen to our radio show bust my nuts for my parenting philosophy <laughs> and i think they got that from you no there's no way 
you always bust my chops on it. Well, that's everyone has that opinion, not just me. It's not like I'm the one that's convincing everyone to have that opinion. Right. They have it. Um, I'm just the leader of the opinion people. Okie dokie. Well, you actually sent me this article, and it's been a while since you sent it. The headline on it, I raised two successful CEOs and a doctor. Here's one of the biggest mistakes I see parents making. Mm -hmm. So it's just from this lady who I guess is an expert because she raised a couple CEOs. <laughs> no big deal. No big deal. One of the CEOs is the CEO of YouTube. Whatever. <laughs> I like to see the shithole she lives in. <laughs> it's got to be terrible, right? I would say it was probably quaint. Yeah, it's very. It's like a little cottage. So we're gonna we're gonna talk through that. Okay. Sound good. Sounds good. Want to thank some of our sponsors as we get into the show today. Five Star Properties, Brazos House Retreat, Casa de Milagro, CH Lone Star Promo, the official merchandise company of the Defining Audacity Radio Show and Podcast. Also want to thank First National Bank of Granbury, the title sponsor of the Road Less Travel. Just a reminder: my next live audience show, October thirteenth, John Bauman. He is fantastic. His music speaks to my soul. He will be on stage at the New Granbury Live, and those tickets are on sale now at thenewgranberrylive.com. It'll cost you 15 bucks. It's B-Y-O-B. Shawna, you've been to one of those shows? Yes. Do you endorse them? I love the show. Perfect. I love the theater. I love the little town of Granberry. I love it. I okay. love all of it. Yeah, come see a show. It's um, your opportunity to hear the story behind John Bauman's music. Again, that's at thenewgranberrylive.com. Thanks to First National Bank of Granberry for the, being the title sponsor of those events. Here we go, Shauna. Say it. Let's ride. <laughs> Live like we're telling the best story in the world. I'm Rob Redwine, and I couldn't have said it better myself. You're listening to the Defining Audacity Radio Show. Live on purpose. Welcome back to Defining Audacity. Shauna Glenn, Drew Myers. Have you ever heard this prompt before or this question before? Shauna Glenn, what would you tell your younger self? What <laughs> yes. advice would you give your younger self? You've heard that, right? I have had, okay. I've heard that. We may have even done a segment on this show about it. I saw something recently. At least I think I saw something. I may have had a dream about it. Whatever. <laughs> it's in my brain. And it has to do with what would your 100-year-old self say to you now? So we're oh. kind of flipping it around. What do you think? My 100-year-old self would say to me, what am I doing in this old folks home? <laughs> you stupid where, bitch. Where are you my loved ones? You swore to me you would not put me here. <laughs> where are my loved ones? Yeah. Who you, is this old man groping me in my hospital bed? You won't go to a nursing home. I won't. No, because you have a tight-knit family that's all here in Fort Worth. Somebody is going to adopt you before you end up in a nursing home. Jeff's going to be dead and gone. Oh, God, that's been established. Um, but you have your girls. Yeah. Ethan loves you. Surely mm -hmm. he's not going to put you in a nursing what home. What if his wife doesn't like me, though? Ugh, we'll kill her. I'm going to have to approve of her before she... I think you should do a mail order bride for Ethan. So you he has, you have to like her. Okay. What do you think? Where's she from? I don't know. Wherever. Well, let's talk about that. Where... Can she weave rugs and stuff? Because I would love somebody to be able to like make rugs and stuff. Um, Sure. <laughs> So, where she's from, South Philly? I don't know. Who, no, like who, Morocco. Oh, okay. She's from Morocco. She's Moroccan, and she makes rugs. Okay. <laughs> Happily ever after, Ethan. <laughs> so, Hope you like Indian food. So, Or I guess that's not really India, is it? No, because Morocco's like, its own country. It's in Africa, too. So, <laughs> I really screwed the pooch on that. Screwed the pooch. A term definitely not used enough on this radio show and podcast. <laughs> so... Ethan's wife hates you. She puts you in a nursing home. 
Presley, Riley, and Harley murder her. Oh, I like it. Okay. No, really. What would your 100-year-old self say to you now? Don't take yourself so seriously and stop worrying about the fact that you're 15 pounds overweight. It's not that big a deal. That's what I hope she will say. Right. That, I think that's what we're doing here. What you hope she would say. Yeah. Stop okay. worrying about the little things. Okay. So you threw out three things. Uh-huh. Don't worry about the weight. Uh-huh. Don't stress out about the little things. And what was the last one? What am I doing in this nursing home? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So why don't you stop worrying about the 15 pounds, I yeah. guess is my point. It's kind of a trick question, huh? Well, because I, I know I'll look better and I'll feel better. So I'm just going to keep on the course. But on your deathbed. I assume you're on your deathbed at 100 years old. Oh, I am? Uh, probably. I thought I was rocking it. What do you mean rocking it? Like you had like a 25-year-old boyfriend and a smoking hot bod? <laughs> what? Is, I don't... <laughs> Ew. So I'm dating like my great-grandson's best friend? Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why everybody's name's Steve, but it's funny. Um, yeah. And you got that cream that reopened your vagina. Oh, so. my God. Stop saying things like that. You're the one that said it closed up. You told me that. Who's closed up? You said old people's vaginas close up. Yeah, if you don't use it. Well, I'm assuming after Jeff passes, you're not getting a lot of action until Steve comes in the picture. Then you're going to rub some cream on there. And oh, my here God. Here we go. Ugh, gross. And all the sex shops have gone out of business? <laughs> why, why, why have all the sex shops gone out of business? Is that a, a prediction? <laughs> no. <laughs> because of Amazon Prime? Is that no. Why? why? No. I'm saying that's my. I'm asking you as a question. Ask it again. <laughs> that's okay. What would your hundred-year-old self? Oh, say? my hundred-year-old self would say you were a dumbass. Oh, for no thinking you have it all together. Yeah, just yeah. across the board, a blanket statement. Can I just save you your hundred-year-old self some time and just tell you that now? <laughs> sure. As a forty-nine-year-old woman, sure. you're a dumbass. I really make questionable decisions. Uh huh. <laughs> Name one. <laughs> well, I don't know. You know, everybody's familiar with the financial situation that my family's in because of my professional decisions. Okay. Do you think you're impulsive? Uh, and so, like, you get you get fired up about something before you do the do due diligence? No, 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 oh. no. I don't... I'm not trigger happy. I just don't trigger to trigger. But if I get fired up about something, I, I do move forward with it and I go after it full throttle. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my biggest problem is I get bored. Oh. Mm. I think I have patience to a certain degree, but I get bored. Yeah. I just want to You're try something new. Who gets in trouble by the teacher because they can't sit still, but it's because the class is moving too slow. Right. Yeah. Crash has some uh, kiddos in his class that they fall into that category. Mm -hmm. He tells me who got in trouble, and I was like, that kid's not a bad kid. He's uber smart and just, just bored. bored to death. Needs, so. a, needs a challenge. Yes. Give him a fucking Rubik's Cube. So he what is he going to do after that? I don't think anybody what? humanly can solve a Rubik's Cube. I think it's impossible. Oh, my gosh. Go to YouTube. Besides taking off the stickers. Okay. That was you. <laughs> I think there are people that master Rubik's Cubes. They can do it like... No, I know. Ugh. Underwater. Should I put that on my bucket list? No. Why would you waste time doing a Rubik's Cube? Because I think it makes your brain smart. So when you're in the nursing home, you're firing on all cylinders? Yes. So when Steve is I'm making not, sweet stop. love to okay, you? Stop. Don't, okay. Don't talk about Steve and this young guy. <laughs> There's not going to be anybody named Steve. He's definitely not going to be 25. Why? I have, I have zero 
to do with a young person. Okay, now. I wouldn't date at, a 25-year-old now. I know. At 50, you wouldn't because you're not putting up with that nonsense. But at 100, yes, please. Well, I'm not Hugh Hefner. <laughs> Rest in peace, Hugh. No, oh, they said you. Rest in peace, you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyway. So you would just say to your younger self, you, "I'm a, you're a dumbass? You were a dumbass. I mean, but I, what would you do differently now to change it so your 100-year-old self doesn't say that? Make better decisions, I guess. What are you, what? I don't see any questionable decisions. I mean, you made a really good one by getting me to do the show with you. <laughs> when? <laughs> oh, you're right. This thing was going downhill fast. Oh, was it? Hey, speaking of which, this radio show and podcast, we're approaching 100,000 downloads. That's awesome. I know. We need to turn up the knob, though. We need a little bit of help. I mean, we'll eventually get to 100,000 downloads, but let's get there faster than... What do we need help with? Just people sharing it and liking it and oh, continue to engage. Don't beat the people down with that. No, we need help. If they like it, why wouldn't they tell their friends? That's well, all just, I'm you asking. You know what? Let's get a billboard. Why don't we put it on a billboard? I know a guy or a I girl. Know. I know. Do you want to? Sure. Do you think that would help? No, I don't. We should try it. I'll pay for it. No. No, let's just see what happens. No. Because well, you want uh, global, not local. Right. So do an ad, like a Facebook ad or an Instagram ad. We'll do a funny billboard that people take pictures of, put it out there on social media, and it goes viral. Because that's always a good marketing plan to make things go viral. So what do you think about that? I think a Facebook ad or an Instagram ad. Oh, okay. We do those. I mean, I don't know. I just want to get to 100,000 downloads. You don't win anything. You don't get anything. But It's kind of like me. I wanted to get 100,000 followers. Right. Yeah. What's a bigger deal? 100,000 downloads or 100,000 followers? I mean, I think it depends on your perspective. To well, you, give, give me your perspective. Okay. Well, I don't know. I mean, they're probably about the same, right? It means 100,000 people are somewhat engaged. Right. I've thought about this. And I'm not downplaying. 100,000 followers is awesome. I'm very jealous of that. But I look at, I listen to a lot of music on Spotify mm -hmm. and all the downloads. Yeah. You know, if they have 50,000 downloads, that's awesome. But that's for a three and a half minute song. Right. We're talking... 45 minutes to an hour of a podcast. Now, it does register if they don't listen to the whole thing. Mm -hmm. I get that. But I'm thinking most people, once they tune into the show, they listen all the way through. Right. So they're, sk they're skipping all the parts where I'm talking. So they're like getting to that. Like, oh, when is she going to talk again? So they fast forward. No, no, it. you were right the first time. They're skipping all the parts where you're talking <laughs> just to hear the funny guy on the show. But, I mean, that's a, that's a heavy investment. That's a significant investment for 100,000 people. I know it's not 100,000 different people either. Anyway, that's anyway. my thought on it. Well, you're not a dumbass, so stop telling yourself you are. No, just my 100-year-old self would tell myself that. No, I think I'm a genius. Okay, well, that's a stretch. There's a, there's a method to my madness. Is there? When are you going to reveal it? Um, it's so funny. My wife asked the exact same question. <laughs> I told, this has been years ago, but I, it came up in a conversation with some friends and I said, you married me for money. And she goes, uh, let's just rewind a little bit. You were coaching football at Blinn Junior College, which is a shithole. You were the dorm mommy driving your dad's Suburban. <laughs> the first time you took me back to your place was a dorm room. When, where is this money coming from? And I said, I'm an investment waiting to pay <laughs> off. And she was like, I'm ready. <laughs> She's cute. She's so cute. Mm -hmm. You're listening to Defining Audacity with Shauna and Drew. Thank you for tuning in today. We'll be right back. Drew and Shauna try to make everything awkward as fast as they can. This is the Defining Audacity radio show and podcast. Welcome back to Defining Audacity. She's Shauna. I'm Drew. 
Yes. I have a personal story to share with you. Okay. This happened the other day. First of all, let me say this. Do you know how much I love my son? Uh, yeah, I think everyone does. Okay. You like him way more than you like Eileen. No doubt. That's not true. Eileen and I are spirit animals. But I do love my son. I think he can do no wrong. Uh, first mistake. <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I look at Crash with rose-colored glasses. Yes. I think he's a really good baseball player. Is he the best baseball player? No, but he's a really good baseball player. Mm-hmm. I think he's a good little athlete. He's mm-hmm. wicked smart. Anyway, the other day we were at the house, and he started to sing. I don't know. We had something on the... Google Home. Let me guess. Now he's a brilliant singer. He's the most amazing uh, singer you've ever heard. That's actually where I wasn't going. Oh. I told him, I was like, dude, you are really good at a lot of things, but you're an awful singer. <laughs> right? Just kind of busting his nuts a little bit. Tanya jumped my butt. Oh. She goes, don't say that. And I said, um, I'm sorry. Did you not hear your tone deaf son just singing? She's like, stop. She oh. was mad. Okay. Is he sensitive about it? Well, I didn't think so. So what happened? We were driving back from baseball the other night, and we're listening to music on the drive. It's just me and him. And he starts singing again. I said, hey, I need to ask you something. When I was kind of busting your chops about your singing the other day, mm-hmm. did that bother you? Mm-hmm. And he said, no, sir. I said, okay, good, because your, your mom thought it did. And he goes, I know. She came in my room and asked me if I was okay. And I said, she did? <laughs> and he said, yeah, and you know what I told her? That I got my bad singing from her. <laughs> so, you know, he takes it in stride. Yes. And you can pick on him a little bit, but the way she jumped my butt. I mean, she, she daggered me with those eyes. Don't you do that. She was Mama Baron, you. I, I know. Mm-hmm. I mean, does she think he is a good singer? Maybe she just doesn't want. To address it in any shape, form, or I fashion? I guess so. I think that's what may be wrong with our world. Let's address it's it. It's okay to give have some criticism for on for Yeah, especially if you're doing you're it tongue in cheek. You're not good at everything. It's, Nobody's good at everything. Yeah, it, if it's tongue in cheek, we're just poking fun. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. I think it's developing a sense of humor. Yeah. If nothing else, yeah. cuz Crash obviously has a very good sense of humor. He busted her chops when she was like, "Are you okay?" And then she ran I can't believe she ran into his room to well, maybe Check she did. Him. Okay, don't be dramatic. Maybe she didn't run into his room, but she just went in there and be like, hey, bud, you okay? I can oh, see that. gosh. What? No, just let me cry into my little pillow. My little ranger's pillow daddy doesn't think I can sing. Maybe she just didn't want him to not sing and express himself through song and without... Well, okay, just for the record and in my defense, I, I wasn't like, hey, bro, cut that shit out. You sing like garbage. Quit. I'm glad. Don't you, you do. Don't you do it again, Crash. Uh-huh. And he starts busting out with, I don't know, whatever song you were singing, one by Josh Weathers or whatever. No, I just yeah. said, oh, keep yeah. your day job. I was like, yeah, exactly. Keep yeah. your day job. Yikes, that's not good. <laughs> anyway, well, do you think Tanya is sensitive to that because she's tone deaf? I don't know. Is Tanya tone deaf? Uh, yeah. She can't. Just... Actually, Crash is not the worst singer in the world. Tanya is. <laughs> Let's have a thing. Every time you say something negative about Tanya, you have to say something positive about her. Okay. Okay. Tanya is a good mom. Yep. Who checks up on her kiddos. There you go. After I allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't. Bust their nuts. No, you can't. You can't what? end it like that. You no, just, I did She's a good mom, period. Oh, she's a good mom. There you go. No. I'm not saying anything. I was just moving my hand. I know, very flamboyantly. (laughs) 
Do you sing well? I do. Uh, oh yeah, you've sang on the show before. I, I've been singing. I'm okay. It's been a while though. What am I doing? I want you to sing. What do you want to sing? Um, you sent me something the other day that we never did. Um, one hit wonders. Oh yeah. I just I'll can't, sing. Um, I just can't figure out how to fit that in. But let's let's fit it in right now. I can sing. Let's see. What song was in my head just a minute ago? Um, oh. You light up my life. So I thought you were going to go with that. You give me hope. I do. To carry on. You're welcome. (laughs) That's very hard to do while somebody is like chiming in after each sentence. Well, I'm not singing to you, (laughs) douchebag. It sounded like it. You were looking at me. You took your sunglasses off. I took my sunglasses off five minutes ago, (laughs) cheese dick. Jeez. Have fun bleeping that one out, Kaylin. Why are you going to bleep that out? Because we run on the radio now. What does that have to do with anything? They it's don't a, like it when we cuss. Michael like White ra- doesn't like it when we it's cuss. Not, it's not regulated by the FCC. It's not, but they st- Michael White doesn't like it. Oh. True Texas Radio may not care, but whatever. Sorry, Michael. It's all right. They, she bleeps it out. Kaylin does a good job. So, all right, so, so I shouldn't say it again and then again and then again. No, it makes it easier so she doesn't forget. <laughs> so cheese dick, cheese dick, cheese dick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here are a couple of the one-hit wonder songs of all time. So you can sing some uh-huh. of these. Okay. Um, Tainted Love by Soft Cell. Um, um, tainted Love, oh, Tainted Love. That's why it was a one-hit wonder. Now I know I've got to bump, bump. get away. I've got to run away. Spirit in the Sky by Norman Greenbaum. The Spirit in the... Oh, Spirit in the Sky. Oh, uh, something, something, spirit in the sky is where mm. I want to go when I die. That's good. You are a good singer. I don't know about that. Take On Me by AHA. They only had one song, take AHA. Take me It's Take On Me. It's not Take Me. Take On Me, Take. Is that what they yes. say? Yes. Take Me On, Take On Me. Uh-huh. Well, that's why it was a one-hit wonder, because they were horrible take songwriters. Take Me On, Take On Me. Yeah. Dexie's Midnight Runners, Come On Eileen. Mm-hmm. Come on, Eileen. Da, 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 come oh, there you go. Eileen Tallura. Oh, I yeah. don't know the words. Oh, nice <laughs> musical interlude there. That's good. Okay, just a couple oh, more. Eileen. I really didn't know how I was going to fit this list into a show, but now I did. The Knack, My Sharona. Yeah. Okay. Where you want to come on? Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> My Sharona. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Okay, hold on. Um, Chumba Wumba, mm-hmm. tub thumping. I get knocked down, oh, and then yeah. I get up again. <laughs> so every one of these songs that you sang, all of them one-hit wonders, you can... <laughs> you can I get knocked down, <laughs> then I get up again. What a horrible song that was. I'm not even kidding. And this is a stupid effing list. Why? This is from Rolling Stone. And on this list are the top 10 one-hit wonders of all time. There's eight on the list. That's like a mind game. They're screwing with me. There's only eight? There is only eight. Are you sure? Blind Melon, No Rain is number seven. Chumbawamba, Tub Thumping is number eight. Maybe I'm, maybe I have to click at the end. Oh, I don't right. know. What, do Blind Melon, uh, No Rain. Um, all I can say is that my life is pretty l- plain. 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 I like watching the whole. <laughs> I like watching the what? <laughs> <That's something. laughs> 
You don't want to know my the words I usually sing to songs I don't know the words to. So we're talking about Crash and singing. and I, Yes, really, top eight. I don't know. Oh, hold on. I don't know. It's not on there. Whatever. Okay. He doesn't know all the words to every mm-hmm. song, obviously, mm-hmm. and it's cute to see what he yep. puts in there. It's really yes. funny. And every time he does it, it takes me back when I was working at Midwestern State. We had a student assistant that worked in there. And I guess it was a popular song at the time, and I can't think of it off the top of my head right now. I mm-hmm. wish I could. But he would sing it differently. I mean, very confidently that those were the words. And I was just like, uh, bro, what? those yeah. aren't the words. Damn, I wish I could remember what that song is now. That's like Phoebe on Friends when she sings, Hold me closer, Tony Danza. Yeah. Oh, that's a good song. Tiny Dancer yeah. is a good song. I know. Did you see Rocket Man? Rocket the movie about Elton John? Man. No, I don't think I did. <gasps> Oh, you and Tanya need to sit down one night, date night, and watch it. Put the kids to bed and watch it. It's really good. And mm-hmm. Elton John was involved in it, so it's a true story on his on his life. Okay. It's really good. If Tanya doesn't want to watch it with me, can I watch it by myself? Sure. Okay, cool. Will you do me a favor, though, and invite her first? And if she passes, then say, well, I'm going to watch it. Sure. Okay. I'll do that. Do something with her. Did you ever see Almost Famous? Yes, a million times. It's they, really good. They sing Tiny Dancer in that. Yeah. It's really good. In the bus. Yes, that's a really good movie. You'll love Rocket Man. Love? Yes. Do you want to review it on this radio show and podcast? Yeah, you watch it and we'll review it. Okay, perfect. Rocket Man. It's been a while since uh, you've watched a movie that I've suggested. Every one that I try to find, I can't find. What does that mean? Well, I'll you give su- you my IT- I bought it on iTunes, so I'll give you my login and password and you can watch it without paying for it. Well, I'm okay with paying for it. Okay, I- you can rent it now. It's out for rent. Out for rent? Yes. They like- have it at Redbox? Yes. Okay, I can get it at Redbox. Yeah. Uh, you and my 70-year-old mother go to Redbox. <laughs> I think y'all are the two people keeping that thing alive. Why don't you rent it? You're so technical, logically astute. Why don't you order it on your freaking laptop? I'm so what? Technolo- technologically astute. You're a wordsmith. <laughs> I'm having struggles with uh, words coming out of my mouth. That's recently. called a stroke, okay? <laughs> I'm not having, I'm no, not you're not act- having a stroke. You had a stroke. Maybe just a titch of one. Okay. Yes, I am very technological. Yes. But I don't really know how to stream video. Well, that's the dumbest thing you've ever said because all you have to do is log on to the streaming service like Hulu or Netflix. Okay, so I know how to get on Netflix and I know how to watch a movie. Got it. Then I can watch Rocket Man on Netflix. I don't think it's on Netflix. I think that's my problem with Netflix. Amazon Prime. Every time I want to watch a certain movie on Netflix, it's not on there. Well, okay, it's because the. Because it's not, they don't haven't bought the rights to it yet. Well, that's stupid. Why don't they buy the rights to every movie so I can watch whatever I want? You sound like a fucking whiny baby right now. Well, I, I want am. I want to get it what I want when I want it. Mm. Thank you all to my millennial friends for <laughs> coaching me up. Anyway, okay, I'll watch Rocket Man somehow, some way. I'll go to Redbox. I'll get it. I'll okay, pop the disc. Okay, why don't in. you just log into my iTunes? <sighs> feel- you know what? If it, feel, if it makes you feel better, give me five dollars. And then you just give me a $5 bill. That'll be your rental fee. And I'll give you my login and password. Don't be a baby. I don't think you're supposed to do that. What are you going to tell? You're going to tell what's his name? Apple guy. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Whoa. That is the weirdest sneeze ever. <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, it is. And why did you do it eight times? Because I always do it that many times. I can't sneeze one time or two times. It's like five, six, seven, eight. Anyway. I have no idea what this segment started out as, 
but it ended with you. You wanted to tell me a personal story about Crash and how he was not a good singer and how Tanya rescued him. Tanya came to his rescue. Yes. So this whole segment was about snowplow parents. Yes. You're welcome. Dut up, dump. You're listening to Dividing Audacity. We'll be right back. Our lives are defined by opportunities, even the ones we miss. I'm Holly Tucker, and I couldn't have said it better myself. You're listening to the Defining Audacity radio show. Live on purpose, y'all. Welcome back to Defining Audacity with Drew and Shauna. Let's talk through that article that you sent me. You sent It was a while ago that you sent this to me, and I just held on to it. It's from CNBC. Mm-hmm. Um, their little website called Make It. I don't know what this is. It's a success story. I raised two successful CEOs and a doctor. Here's one of the biggest mistakes I see parents making. That's the headline. Yes. Okay. It's about Esther. Oh, how do you say her last name? Come on. How do you say her last name? Uh, Wojciki. Wojciki. That's not right, but that's what we're going with. <laughs> Esther Wojciki. <laughs> this is how the uh, story starts. It's rather strange to be a famous parent and have your family profiled on the cover of magazines. Brag. (laughs) (laughs) I certainly don't claim all the credit for their successes, but all three have turned out to be accomplished, caring, and capable people. Esther, okay, you're a braggadocious. (laughs) Whatever. Susan is the CEO of YouTube. Janet is a professor of pediatrics, and Anne is the co-founder and CEO of 23andMe. Wow. What is 23andMe? That, uh, you know, the... No, I don't know. Ancestry... You know, like it started out Ancestry.com, oh, yeah, now yeah. there's 23andMe, and I think that one is a little, that digs a little more deeper into your, that tells you stuff about like your your overall health and instead of just where you came from. So it's like DNA stuff? Mm-hmm. So 23 chromosomes, mm-hmm. is that what we're dealing mm-hmm. with here? Okay, I got it. That's good branding. They rose to the top of ultra-competitive male-dominated professions. Mm-hmm. All right, Esther, just real quick, why won't you take a little bit of credit for that? I'm sure she does. No, she said she doesn't. She doesn't take I cer- all the She goes, credit. I certainly don't claim, oh, she says, I certainly don't claim all, all the, the credit. credit. I'd claim every ounce of no, credit. No, you can't. Because it's can't. on the kid. No, it's not. Yes, it is. When Crash is president of the United States, I will be at his inauguration pushing him out of the way of his big speech saying, this was all me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I couldn't even do it with a straight face. You're going to be on the... Uh, Secret services. <laughs> the watch keep list. This, keep this guy out. But, sir, isn't that the president's father? We don't give a shit. Keep him out of here. <laughs> that dude's psycho. He, talk about like stealing the show. That guy's going to plow over his son to get to the microphone. Have you ever heard this kid sing? He <laughs> sings like garbage. <laughs> Tanya's, so- Tanya's way in the crowd going, Drew, shut up. <laughs> don't do that. He might be president, but he sings like shit. <laughs> You're going to get a real country accent? When yeah. You go. Okay. <laughs> All right, so finishing this up, this is Esther Wojcikowski, or whatever her (laughs) last name is. Parents constantly ask me for advice. Another brag. Through my decades of experience as a mother, grandmother, and educator, I've identified several fundamental values that help our kids achieve success. Mm -hmm. One of these values is kindness, and it's one that some parents fail to teach their kids. Mm -hmm. So she focuses on... This is, this is what she focuses on, and I really do like this list, so I'll stop making fun of Esther yeah. Wojcikowski. She, <laughs> You're really butchering that last name. Whatever. You said Wojcicki. <laughs> Wo- whatever. Cheeky. Wojcicki. Wojcicki. Teach your kids to care. Yes. She writes, I grew up believing it was my duty to contribute and make our community better. I still feel that way. If everyone just sits around and talks, nothing gets done. I was always a doer. Yep. I really like this list. Yeah, this is mm-hmm. nice. 
The next one on her list is the importance of community. Teenagers who volunteer with younger children experience both decreased negative moods and cardiovascular risk, according to a 2013 study. Another study from 2016 found that teenagers who performed volunteer work were significantly less likely to engage in illegal behaviors and also had fewer convictions and arrests between the ages of 24 and 34. Yep. So get involved in your community. That's awesome. The next headline or the next thought she has is the American idea is all wrong. This is what she writes. Kids are growing up feeling like they're the center of the universe. As young adults, they're not only lacking grit and independence, they're wholly unprepared to take on causes that mm-hmm. could make the world a better place. True story. Yeah. She is actually really smart. Mm-hmm. And she should take more credit for her daughters turning out the way that they did because she's on point. Prioritize service and purpose is her next bullet point. Why do you think that here in the U.S. we have an epidemic of opioid addiction, depression, and suicide? We don't seem to have all the right information about how to live well, how to take care of ourselves and to others. Now, she goes on and writes more, but that's mm-hmm. just kind of the gist of right, the overview each, of that section. Of that mm-hmm. section. So really, really cool stuff. This is from a book by Esther Wojcikowski. <laughs> how to Raise Successful People, Simple Lessons for Radical Results. Mm-hmm. I like the word radical. We probably need to order... Each of us get that book and read it and then talk about it. You want to? I can do that. I'll order it for us. Yeah, I think we should because I think this might be something to keep talking about with helping other people sort of parent the next generation of not losers. Well, let's let's go back through her just her list real quick and just see if we parent this way. Okay. We're not bragging. We're just saying. Teach your kids to care. Yes. I agree. Yes. You bust my chops. Because I teach my kids to care so much. No, I don't. I bust your chops about you saying you've got it all figured out. Well, when I do a teaching moment for my kids, but let's not go back every to moment has to be. But not every moment has to be a teacher. Sometimes it's okay for them to just be kids. Well, I agree with that statement also. I only share the times I do teaching moments. I don't share the times I allow them to be kids. That's boring. No, it's not. So I'll share that one of those every once in a while where y'all were total goofballs. Like when we, need we, were, to, we need to sound like it needs to sound like you're real and not just like a preacher on a, a on okay. A pool, on Here's a pool something pit. real, just real quick about okay. my kids. Good. They love to play Monopoly. Okay. Our familyopoly, the mm-hmm. personalized version of Monopoly, and I whip their tails in familyopoly. <laughs> yep. I wax the floor with those kids. Good. They can't handle it, and I talk mean shit about it. <laughs> How real is that? Okay, that's real. That is see, real. See, it makes you seem more human now. <laughs> And like a little abusive, so it's good. <laughs> the importance of community. Do you drive that home with your kiddos? Yes. Hey, did you and Ethan ever go pick up trash in your neighborhood? No, we need mm. to. All hat, no cattle. All talk, no walk. Be quiet, you. I'm just saying, you said, I mean, you were adamant that you guys were going to do I that, and I was to. inspired. We are going to. Should I have just lied and said we did? No. Okay. No, we haven't. We need to. But But they both, both my kids who still live at home, do a lot of community service. Court ordered? No. Did any of your kids have to do court ordered community service? Absolutely not. I've never had a kid be arrested or get in trouble. I thought Presley got in trouble. Not by the law, oh. by me. Oh, okay. Never, never at school and, you know, for acting out, but, oh, but, and, but never the law. Law enforcement was never, never involved. Never been involved. Oh, okay. Uh, have I ever court ordered? I've volunteered and done a lot of community stuff, but I guess never court ordered. I remember when I was volunteering for the Cowtown Marathon, uh-huh. we were sitting there doing shirts or whatever during registration, and the girl next to me, cute girl, she said, what'd you do? <laughs> I said, excuse me? She goes, why are you volunteering? Oh. And I said, I don't know, 
just want to help out. I said, why are you volunteering? She goes, because the judge made me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Seriously. She had a DUI. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, um, the American idea is all wrong. And again, the premise of that is the kids are growing up feeling like they're the center of the universe. Yes, because their parents tell them they are. True. I mean, I don't, but I know. I mean, everyone around me does. I do, but not... I do it from a place... I want them to know that I wholeheartedly love them. Well, that, that, that they are the center different. of my universe. That's different than your kids feeling like they are owed something. The society no, owes no, no, them no. something. No, they are entitled no. to getting a ribbon, a trophy, being coddled, right? Uh, being held up, you know. And these kids have done shit to deserve it. So America as a whole are making their kids feel like the center of society. But you know my whole take on that. Is that we grew up as latchkey kids and with our both parents working and us having to go home after school by ourselves. And so now this generation of moms and dads, moms in particular, are making up for their latchkey upbringing by overdoing it with their kids because they felt neglected or not paid attention to. I That's my hot sports opinion on it. But don't you think... And we were latchkey kids also. I remember being really young and at mm-hmm. home, just walking home from school and mm-hmm. wait for mom and dad to get home. Didn't it make us stronger, more independent? Yes. So able to figure we, it out? And So why are we turning around and making our kids pussies? <sighs> I don't know. I that know. is a good question. I'm going to start. I want to go on like some sort of circuit where I go to a bunch of different cities and I give these speeches to these parents. Why would they listen to you? Because I n- know what I'm talking about. I don't I look smart. You do look smart. And I'm not saying that you coddle <laughs> Ethan. I'm not saying that you make him feel like the center of the universe. Right. Maybe your universe, but not the universe. I don't even think I do that. You don't? No. Oh, that is I true. I mean, I, I hug and I, you know, tell him I love him and, and stuff. And then you're like, get your ass upstairs yes, and play video games. Yes, Well, not video games, but just go to your room and do something. And, yes, take food up there because yeah, that way I can just sit down here and be quiet by myself. And, um... I don't remember when your football practice is, <laughs> so we're not going. <laughs> you don't feel like going, right? Right. Yeah. Um, you might have football practice. You don't want to go, do you? You look feverish to me. Are you feeling okay? I feel great, Mom. Do you want an ice cream milkshake? Uh-huh. Okay, well, you should probably go upstairs and drink this whole thing and then lie down. <laughs> want to rent a movie? Go ahead. Here's my <laughs> login and password. God, yeah, maybe you should go well, on a circuit. My whole thing is try to get out of parenting a lot. Aren't you going to miss that when he's eighteen years old? I don't know. I've got grand. You know, I've, that's what grandkids are for. Oh shit! Ethan's body's not even cold, and you're like, I've got grandkids. <laughs> Thank goodness. Yeah, listen, having girls, I will tell you, they don't go far. They stay in the same zip code. They work with you. What if Ethan does? Or they what? What if Ethan ends up at Oregon State? Okay. And he moves up to the Pacific Northwest. Okay. And he, and he falls in love with a nice girl. Well, then they'll girl. have to come back here and live. Uh, no, that's not how it works. He oh. li- now lives in Oregon. Well, that sucks for me. I know. Right. And you're going to miss those times where you guys could have gone to football practice together and mm. drank that milkshake together and watched TV together. I watch TV with them some. And I'd, I'd, I'd never say no to a milkshake. <laughs> Football practice. Pour me a glass of wine and (laughs) drive on up there. (laughs)
Okay. Maybe when you go on your speaking circuit, yes. um, MAD can, uh, <laughs> Mothers Against Drunk Drivers could sponsor Okay. You. I never drive tipsy or drunk. You're telling me that 90% of America doesn't go out to dinner on the weeknight or a weekend, has a margarita know. or a couple of know. beers or a glass of wine, and then drives home. I don't that know. That is a ball honky. I don't know. And I've always wanted to be in a room with law enforcement, and I take a, I drink a beer uh-huh. or have a margarita or right. Jameson Rocks, and they breathalyze me. They okay. breathalyze me. Breathalyze me? No. Breathalyze me. Uh-huh. Not brother. Breathalyze me. Hello, brother. <laughs> brother Drew. Uh, love you, brother. <laughs> Um. <laughs> yes, I want them to do a breathalyzer on me, Let's and see. then I'll drink another beer, and then they'll do another, and tell me when I'm dr- too drunk to drive or too buzzed to drive. Why don't you get your buddy from Somerville County? I should. Thomas. Shout out to Thomas. He listens. Doesn't he have one? Probably. I don't know. Do you just carry those if you're law enforcement? It's like your gun, your handcuffs, your breathalyzer. What's that? No. What's that? Baton. baton? Yeah, your baton, your handcuffs, uh-huh. your taser. Yeah. Man, they got a lot of stuff. Your breathalyzer. Your it's breathalyzer. like a tool belt. Yeah, I bet he does. They should carry fanny packs. Cops should carry fanny packs. Okay. For all their stuff. Right. Just saying. Okay, let's have let's do a social experiment with Thomas and a breathalyzer. See, I don't drink anymore though. Oh, I'll do it. Do it for the show. Let's do that. Okay. Okay. We always talk about getting Thomas involved in some shape, form, or fashion, and we never do, except okay. for the pie eating contest let's do it. or pie cooking contest okay thomas get you a breathalyzer and a bottle of pinot noir and meet me meet, meet us at pie peddlers <laughs> oh that's funny okay sounds good mm-hmm. what this what was the segment about <laughs> esther wojcikowski <laughs> and her parenting tips we're gonna get that book and go through it though okay anyway check it out the name of the article again came from cnbc i raised two successful ceos and a doctor here's one of the biggest mistakes i see parents making. that's a long name for an article that's a long headline and it's not really accurate yeah because there are several things she sees that um, parents are doing right anyway you're listening to defining audacity shauna drew we'll be right back companion policy specified perils okay let's put aside the auto insurance terms and think about moments like Little League and road trips. At Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, it's the way we cover you for how and where you drive. Outside Texas? <laughs> well, our auto policies protect your moments out there, too. Because moments worth covering are never accidents. Howdy, this is Zach Irwin with Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. Contact me with your farm, ranch, home, auto, and life insurance needs at 979-218-5176. Discounts may vary by situation. Are you ready to give the status quo the middle finger? Drew and Shauna are. This is a Defining Audacity radio show and podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Defining Audacity radio show and podcast. Thanks for tuning in to this full episode, I should say. Just a reminder, full episodes drop Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and niblets are many episodes go down on Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Really appreciate you tuning in. If you like what you hear, subscribe to the podcast. If you like what you hear, please comment and share and like. Just a reminder, there are a lot of different ways to consume the Defining Audacity radio show and podcast. All of your podcast outlets, you can listen to us on iHeartRadio. You can listen to us on Spotify. We have a three-hour show on Real Texas Radio. That goes down from 3 to 6 on Thursday afternoons. And then on True Texas Radio, another three-hour show on Friday afternoon. That's from 3 to 6 as well. 
want to thank some of our sponsors as we get out of here today. Thanks to Whiskey Morning Coffee. Make sure you check them out at whiskeymorningcoffee.com and use that promo code LIVEONPURPOSE. The coffee tastes like whiskey. You've heard it before on this radio show and podcast. also want to thank Five Star Properties, Casa de Milagros, Brazos House Retreat, Classic Chevrolet Buick GMC Cleburne, Texas. We'll be back in the front seat of one of their vehicles next week. I want to thank First National Bank of Granbury, the title sponsor of The Road Less Traveled, which happens the second Sunday of every single month. also want to thank Zach Irwin from Texas Farm Bureau. He sponsors our Rising Star stage at those live audience shows. And I also want to thank Bob's Off the Square in Granbury. They host our pre-party for The Road Less Traveled. also want to thank CH Lone Star Promo, the official merchandise company of the Defining Audacity radio show and podcast, and Be Healthy Nutrition in Granbury, Texas. Thanks to all of our sponsors. We would not be able to do this without them. Greatly appreciated. Here's my challenge for you guys as we get out of here today. We did this on a recent episode, I believe, where I challenged Shauna to give somebody a compliment in the bank. We were driving around Fort Worth. She had a swing by the bank, and I said, hey, give one person, a random stranger, a compliment. That's my challenge for you guys today. I've thrown it out on this radio show before, but it's so impactful for them and for you. I'm just not saying walk up to somebody and be like, nice shoes, unless they have nice shoes or like your hair. If you don't like their hair, give a genuine compliment to somebody you don't know and see how it impacts your day. You're not going to know really how it impacts their day. It's going to impact their day in a positive way, but you're going to notice how it impacts your day. And that's what I challenge you to pay attention to. In that episode where we were talking about compliments, man, we hold on to those things like they're bars of gold. We have an unlimited amount of compliments that we can give out every single day, and we do nothing with them. I bet there are a lot of days that you don't give one single compliment. Hell, I'm guilty of that. There are days where I do not give a single compliment. And how tragic is that? Because there are so many things that deserve a compliment. I'm not saying gush over somebody's shoes. I'm not saying gush over somebody because they did an act of kindness. But let them know that you recognize it. Let them know you recognize those shoes. Let them know you recognize they did something good. There is nothing wrong with that. It will cost you zero dollars and zero cents. One stranger, one genuine compliment, and see how it positively impacts your day. Thank you for tuning into the Defining Audacity radio show and podcast. We really do appreciate it. Start living a bold, adventurous, and intentional life. And just remember, the first and most important step in that process is to embrace your story. On behalf of Miss Shauna Glenn, I'm Drew Myers. Have a kick-ass day. See ya. Bye-bye. Later. I got a warm left and one no more right And I know it's gonna be that kind of night Don't really know where to go from here So I might as well buy me another beer Uh-huh Hey, hey. Some may say I'm a little shy But with a little Jim Beam I could be your guy but look at where you've been looking at me And I think it might be time for me to buy you a drink Smoke in the air and the neon signs A little romantic but tonight's the night There's something about your smile Driving me wild now That little fire in your eyes I haven't seen it in a while now And I really know 
want you to stay, stay. Be more than a one night stand. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Jump in the cab and head to the house She's all over me and straight to the couch Supposed to be your typical scene Might sound crazy, she's a girl of my dreams I don't need no movies and chill Feels good when it feels so real, yeah There's something about your smile Driving me wild now That little fire in your eyes Seen it in a while now. Not really know say. Oh, I need you to stay, stay. Be more than a one night stand. More than a one night stand. Oh yeah. There's something about your smile It's driving me wild now That little fire in your eyes Haven't seen it in a while now Not really what say Want you to stay, stay Be more than a one-night stay More than a one-night stay Thank you for listening to the Defining Audacity Radio Show. We inspire people to throw a wrench in the status quo and put your goals, dreams, and aspirations in the spotlight. Are you living a bored, joyless, and uninspired life? We'll inspire you to live on purpose. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.